Hello, this is Marlon Summers. I have the privilege of managing our bonus content on Patreon.com. I'm happy to share a sample episode of our Patreon-exclusive Ask Anabaptist Perspectives Anything podcast. Every month, we respond to your feedback and questions in this special podcast. You can become a patron with a monthly contribution of any amount and gain instant access to all 20 prior episodes of Ask Anabaptist Perspectives Anything, as well as future releases. Our Patreon feed also includes occasional live streams from our filming and other bonus clips and episodes. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you like what you hear, set up a monthly contribution at patreon.com slash anabaptistperspectives. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Ask Anabaptist Perspectives Anything, our Patreon exclusive podcast where we discuss different questions we get in on YouTube or emailed into us or comments on Facebook and things like that. Uh, this time around, very excited for this episode, uh, we have Marlon back in the ups- uh, back in the studio again. Marlon is on the board with Anabaptist Perspectives and also helps with the blog. Um, and then Kyle Stolzfus, um, who we've interviewed a few times on our main episodes uh, and happens to be down here in Tennessee. So this is this is great. We're able to do this in person instead of trying to do it through Zoom or something. Yeah, so we have a few questions here. Some of these are a little interesting. Um, <laughs> And we're just going to plow in and, and uh, see what happens. Um, so we did an episode with Josh Good, which is up on our YouTube and podcast channel, if you'd like to look that up. Um, and Manf- Manfred, okay. So Manfred says this, a um, bit of a long comment, but I think I'll just read the whole thing. Or uh, I'll read the first half. I've heard Josh Good say, says Jesus is present, which I find absurd as the Bible never claims he was slash is. The biblical writers would have known the word president as it was in Daniel which I'm not sure exactly which passage he's referring to there. Um, Indeed, king of kings was a title given to either Babylonian or Persian kings, from what I understand. And there is no trace that the kings of Babylon, Media, and Persia wanted to take the lesser title of president. These appalling lack of scholarliness on Good's part, Josh Good's part, cast whatever else he has to say within that light so a little bit of a harsh criticism here um and he he had a few more things to say but that's the part i think we should respond to um yeah what do y'all think what is this a valid point or yeah or are we just splitting um wording at, at, at this point well just before we turned on the mic greg and i heard you waxing eloquent about why you no longer use the phraseology Jesus is president. So why don't you explain that for us? Yeah, that's interesting because when I saw this comment, I was like, actually, I'm, I'm starting to lean a little towards what this person is saying. So when we use the word president, we obviously think of the American president, which is really at the end of the day, a servant of the people as, it, as in they're voted in by what the populace wants. And then if people don't like them, they vote them back out again, which we've seen many times, of course. Whereas a king is a very, very different scenario where they are an ultimate authority of their subjects. Um, it's, it's well, the, the phrase Jesus is Lord fits really well also. And in the Bible, we see that over and over. Jesus is called king and mm-hmm. Lord over and over and over. Um, me calling Jesus president feels like a downgrade. Jesus is Lord of my life, not just the president of my life. Um, and maybe I'm just splitting hairs with wording maybe it's not that important um but i think it's at least i find using the biblical word king seems to fit a lot better 
Yeah, it seems like we could lose touch pretty quickly with some of the the real robustness of a term like king. Um, and I'm just thinking a little bit of some of the context in which this language was used, where many times a king would be uh, like associated with some kind of like divine authority. So when you see this language in Genesis one twenty seven about uh, the image of God, that's being spoken into a context where these people would have understood that as um, the same way that you'd understand a king. Okay, the king is the representative, the image of the god of which he's uh, that he's trying to kind of represent here on earth. So it's God's physical representative here on earth. A president isn't like that. Like a president is, he's an executive. He tries to work on the will of the people as best he knows how. There's all kinds of checks and balances built in place there to try to make sure that the president doesn't go over his authority with these different branches and all of that. That's not the same as a king. This is no divine representative anymore. So I'd, I'd be afraid we're really losing something. Well, and, and I don't, I, and I actually wasn't the one who interviewed Josh for this episode, but it would have been interesting. Was he just using the word president? Because that's an image we can easily identify with. Is, is that because I know it was before the election. We're recording this in December 2020. Um, so it was before the election. And maybe he was just making a point more than being specific with the phrase. I, I don't know. Maybe we should ask him. Yeah, let me pick up on that. Um, because I agree with bo- what both of you said. Mm-hmm. You know, a king is more than a president in a nation with a constitution um, governed by Congress. Mm-hmm. Um But an important part, I think, of Jesus' Lord in the New Testament is this is an alternative to saying Caesar is Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, shortly after that time, you see Christians in some cases being killed because they were not willing to proclaim Caesar as Lord because they said Jesus is Lord. So that one sense is that Jesus claims allegiance that in some ways and in some senses rivals your allegiance to any kind of earthly empire. Um, And I'm afraid if we only say Jesus is Lord and we're thinking in terms of president, we lose that sense that Jesus is Lord actually curtails my allegiance to the American empire imperial system because we think oh yeah jesus is lord you know spiritually Mm -hmm. um so when you say jesus is president you have to use all kinds of corrections and qualifiers like you just did but it might help to drive that point across that you know that does limit our allegiance to the american empire Mm -hmm. so i'm hearing you giving some some pushback here and saying like even though there's some freight we're losing if we say Jesus is president. This is what biblical writers were doing too. When they're saying Jesus is Lord, they're saying Caesar is not. And we have trouble appreciating that because we say president in place of Caesar. Um, so we can we could potentially do some work to, to get the, at least the political freight of this if we say Jesus is president, right? Yeah. We'll probably need a new phrase, but haven't figured out what it is. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the difficulty we have. I mean, sovereignty and kingship are things that these aren't categories our love affair with democracy has has really provided for us. And there's something of an emptiness to those, I think. Um, 
But one thing, one other thing that's going through my mind, like these are all analogies and even calling Jesus Lord, that's an analogy. Um, Jesus is Lord, but he's something bigger than that category. And he's, he's always surprising us with his capacity to overcome our tidy categories. And one more comment. Jesus is Lord. That picks up multiple residences in the New Testament. Um, so just quickly, um, one is that Lord is the way that, you know, Jews in that era spoke about Yahweh in the Old Testament. And so some places Jesus is Lord has that resonance of Jesus as Yahweh, um, as well as the political resonance. And also, Kyrios, um, the Greek word we translate Lord, that's also the standard word for a master um, who has slaves, or even just a word that can be used like sir. Um, so Jesus as Lord also carries that resonance of ties into this language of, you know, we as slaves of Christ mm -hmm. and so on. That's a really rich, multidimensional term. It's not like, like when we say president, what the, the president doesn't have direct day-to-day -day implication on my life as much as someone who is a master. Mm -hmm. So like when you, it, there, there's a level of authority there that's not just, oh, you know, you render to Caesar what's Caesar's, but it's actually like every day, every moment, not some hypothetical spiritual thing way up there. It's like real life, day-to-day, -day, shoe leather stuff, I guess you could say. Yeah, I like this connection because it's, it does get to the household level and it helps to understand, it helps me to understand some of the connections the New Testament writers are making when they talk about the household of God, the hostafelton of God. It's this... It's the surprising and kind of inverted way in which the household is going to run. And you see uh, Peter and uh, Paul, they're both addressing this, and it's, it's, it's inverted. It's, it's kind of surprising in this age of patriarchalism and things in which they were writing. Wow. Well, that was enlightening for me. I've never actually taken the time to think it through. I just kind of intuitively stopped using that phraseology about eight months ago. The whole Jesus is president because I remember hearing, and people, and no, nothing against people who choose to use it that way. I, I know what they mean. I know what they're getting at. I think the point is, instead of aligning ourselves with a particular presidential candidate, we're going to just say Jesus is president. And I'm, I, I get that. I understand what. I, but it feels, it started feeling hollow after a while. And this has really helped me process through it. So I thank you. Hmm. Anything else anybody wants to add? One final comment. The phrase Jesus is president is a step up from the popular book title that said Jesus for president. Oh, that's a good oh. point. That's a mm -hmm. great point. Although I'm sure that that book also made a good point with mm -hmm. the way they chose to use the language. I think that's an important note to end on is this is current real time. Jesus is king like right now in our lives. Yeah. And there could be nothing more, I think, in our age countercultural and and interesting to do than to say that and then to try to actually live it out at the level of our household, at the level of our communities, um, the, the investments and commitments we're making. There could be nothing more otherworldly and at the same time very much this worldly to do than to, to actually take that, that statement, that proclamation that Jesus is Lord and to invest ourselves into its, its realization right here where we have because these times – uh, in our society are, are not times where the lordship of Christ is just automatically assumed. That's for sure. Wow. Well, very good. So 
Manfred, if you're listening to this, I hope that answered your question. And if not, shoot us an email. We'd love to discuss it more. And for the rest of you all, we, we love getting feedback from you. So email us, put a comment on one of our videos. Uh, this is really great having feedback and, and uh, maybe even a little pushback, uh, you know, where someone's like, hey, this isn't quite right. Um, we, want, we want to hear from you. Thank you for listening to this episode, which we have cross-posted from our Patreon-exclusive Ask Anabaptist Perspectives Anything podcast. You can become a patron for a monthly contribution of any amount at patreon.com slash anabaptistperspectives to gain access to our full library of bonus content and to receive our new posts on Patreon. Your financial support makes our work possible. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We invite you to join our monthly partner program. Monthly partners are key to the financial sustainability of Anabaptist Perspectives. Partners also gain access to bonus content, including our exclusive podcast where we respond to audience questions and comments. Sign up at anabaptistperspectives.org.